Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Now, a Silver Spring woman who lost her life in a weekend apartment fire is being remembered by her family and her co-workers. I'm Mike Marillo. Voters in one part of Virginia will pick the next member of Congress today in a special election. It is 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Some Republicans are criticizing President Biden's trip to the capital of Ukraine Monday. Here in the U.S., while some Republicans commended the president for his visit to Kiev, others were critical. Representative Scott Perry of Pennsylvania tweeted, breathtaking that President Biden can show up in Ukraine to ensure their border is secure, but can't do the same for America. Later, President Biden arrived in Poland for talks with that country's president and other Eastern European allies. Nicole D'Antonio, CBS News, The White House. There's been an explosion at a metals plant in a suburb of Cleveland. Witnesses describe a huge boom. When that thing blew up, it rattled the ceiling tiles. We had dust over the whole shop. It was a little scary. The blast at the Schumann & Company Copper Alloy Company shook the ground. Debris and smoke could be seen for miles. Matt Piper, CBS News. One person has died. A dozen people were taken to the hospital. The Supreme Court today will hear oral arguments in a case that could result in tech companies being held legally liable for content their algorithms recommend. CBS News legal analyst Thing Rosenbaum. The Gonzalez family has built its entire case around YouTube as a curator of content. It's not just that YouTube publishes videos that aids and abets a terrorist who wants to learn how to make a bomb. YouTube goes a step further in giving a would-be terrorist all the content he or she would ever need to commit mass murder. A man's been arrested in the shooting death of a Catholic bishop in his home in Los Angeles over the weekend. CBS's Carter Evans with the latest. So many are asking how a man of peace could have died so violently. Bishop David O'Connell was gunned down inside his home where he lived alone. The person of interest was identified as Carlos Medina Medina's the husband of Bishop O'Connell's housekeeper. That was L.A. County Sheriff Robert Luna. A study by UCLA's law school finds that early on in the pandemic, thousands more people died of COVID in America's jails and prisons than initially thought. Assistant Professor Aaron Littman. It hit prisons very hard in part because social distancing was not really meaningfully possible in, in these facilities where, where people are packed in close quarters. Infection rates were really high. Almost 6,200 people died in prisons in the U.S. in 2020 an increase of almost 50% over the previous year. An earthquake struck the border region of Turkey and Syria yesterday, just two weeks after the area was devastated by two quakes that have caused the deaths of more than 47,000 people. Those quakes damaged or destroyed hundreds of thousands of homes. Monday's quake at a 6.4 magnitude. This is CBS News. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at steelusa.com, S-T-I-H-L-U-S-A dot com. It's 3.03, Tuesday, February 21st, 2023. It's 48 degrees, some of us dropping into the low 40s. Good morning, I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour... This may make you smile if you ride Metro's Red Line. Starting today, Red Line trains will be coming by more frequently every eight minutes. In our post-COVID world, it turns out 
Tuesdays are one of the busiest on Metrorail. The more frequent trains will come by on Wednesdays and Thursdays, too. Metro also plans to bring more 7,000 series trains back into service, hiring and training more rail operators after a shortage caused by the pandemic. A 19-year-old man is dead after police say he was shot on board a Metro bus Friday evening. When Montgomery County police arrived to investigate why a Metro bus was pulled over and passengers getting off the bus, they saw 19-year-old Justice Elliott had been shot. Police say they immediately tried to help and called paramedics, but Elliot died. This happened on Lockwood Drive in Silver Spring near the White Oak Shopping Center. Police say Elliot was seated in the back of the bus when another man got on and confronted him. After the two exchanged words, police say the man pulled out a handgun and shot Elliot in front of other passengers, then ran off. The shooter was wearing all black and had a black face mask on. Police want to hear from those on the bus or anyone who may know more. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. She was a Georgetown graduate who was advancing in her career at the Aspen Institute when a fire claimed her life this weekend in Silver Spring. And now, those who knew and loved her are in mourning. My daughter was, you know, a lovely person. Cesar Diaz is the father of 25-year-old Melanie Diaz. Melanie was killed in a fire at the Arrive Silver Spring apartment building in the city's downtown on Saturday morning. She gave you a lot of love, so that's why maybe God say we need you here. Her father speaking to our news partners at NBC4. In a statement, Greg Grishani, executive director of the Aspen Institute's Energy and Environment Program, says Melanie worked for the Institute for two years and recently focused on climate issues. He says Melanie accomplished so much in her all-too-brief time on the planet. But more importantly, though, he says Melanie was truly kind, thoughtful, and a caring human being who will be terribly missed. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Election 2023 on WTOP. Voters in Virginia's 4th District will hit the polls in a special election today to choose their next member of Congress. They'll be filling the seat of late Representative A. Donald McEachin. He died in November. Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan and Republican Pastor Leon Benjamin are vying for the seat. Most of the 4th District's population is in Richmond. The rest of the district stretches south to the North Carolina border. It's a heavily Democratic district where Benjamin has already run twice and failed. If McClellan does win today, she'll become the first black woman to represent Virginia in Congress. It is 3.06. The College Board's proposed advanced placement course on African-American studies, which was rejected last month by the state of Florida, is now under review in Virginia. WTOP's Dick Giuliano takes a look. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis blocked the AP course from being taught in high schools, saying it violates state law and is historically inaccurate. The College Board says the course is drawn from the expertise and experience of college faculty and teachers across the country. In Virginia, Governor Glenn Youngkin's spokeswoman, Macaulay Porter, says the governor has asked the Education Secretariat to review the proposed course as it relates to Executive Order 1. The first executive order signed by Governor Youngkin last year specifies public schools and the use of inherently divisive concepts, including critical race theory. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, President Biden made a surprise visit to Ukraine. And while he was there, he announced half a billion dollars in new military aid for Ukraine. We will get analysis from Washington Post foreign affairs columnist Isha Theroux next. It is 3.07. This message is for Shana, my mom who just finished her high school diploma. I wanted to say I'm so proud of you for finishing school. You'll tell me it's never too late to achieve your dreams. I hope to make you as proud as you have made me. When you graduate, they graduate. 
finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. I knew I had a problem. I tried counting calories, eating, and eating. Nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. In the U.S., 505-891-2664, or find us on the web at OA.org. It is 308. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's say good morning to Jack Taylor in the WTRP Traffic Center. All right, we're starting to get a little wet. Please be very careful if you are headed out early this morning through the overnight hours. We've got some crews that will be out there doing some overnight work. One that we may have cleared uh, at this point in Virginia, 95 North. VDOT had scheduled crews northbound to close the ramp at exit 133A for 17 Falmouth. Crews were scheduled to be out there till 3 a.m. Unclear if that ramp has reopened. Watch for work potentially on 66, still out there westbound, out near Nutley Street, working along the right side of the roadway. Flashing lights, there's some sort of an issue in McLean, Beltway Outer Loop. As you come off the top of the ramp from the George Washington Parkway to get onto the Outer Loop, we'd add some flashing lights east 66. You're fine so far, Gainesville headed towards Centerville and Roslyn. In the service roadway for 50 Fairfax, there's work along the right side of the ramp. All right, in Maryland. With caution, headed through Fort Meade, Baltimore-Washington Parkway going north between 32 and 175. That's a reported crash. On 95 northbound at 175, there had been work along the right side of the roadway. Sounds like a vehicle fire, Beltway Interloop, Prince George's County after Branch Avenue, headed down toward the Temple Hill Road overpass. Apparently, it's along the right side of the roadway as the rain rolls right into that area. You're going to find on 70 eastbound, there had been some activity as you approached South Mountain getting off. Off of or out of Boonesboro, there'd been overnight work along the left side. Still have the westbound span of the Bay Bridge blocked for overnight work. Two-way traffic on the eastbound side. And you'll find a new trouble spot in the district, reportedly in southeast, on Jasper Street near Alabama Avenue. Sounds like we've got a vehicle involved in a crash that's overturned. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're looking at a pretty good start to the day on our Tuesday. Nice and mild and a nice afternoon. Just a little bit on the windy side. High temperatures in the mid, low to mid-60s, going 65 in the city. On Wednesday, going highs in the upper 40s to potentially low 50s. But early on, it is going to be a chilly start and rather chilly with rain out there as well on your Wednesday morning. The afternoon will be dry. Thursday, much different. High temperature in the upper 70s to around 80 degrees. That would be a record and also be the fourth time ever. We hit 80 in February. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now it is 48 masses, 51 in Metro Center, and again, some light rain moving into our area. It is, uh, we have a little bit of light rain outside the WTOP studios at 51 degrees, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It is 311. President Biden made a surprise visit uh, to the Ukraine for the first time since the Russian invasion began almost one year ago. And while he was there, he announced half a billion dollars in new military aid for Ukraine. Washington Post foreign affairs columnist Isha Thuror 
Join WTOP's Dimitri Sotis to discuss the president's dangerous and unprecedented journey. President Biden has seen over basically the course of the whole year a succession of his counterparts in Europe and troop through Kiev and various trips. But he himself has not gone. There have been rumors that he would perhaps entertain a visit to Lviv, which is on the border in the west, and it's safer than Kiev. But now we have in this week that marks a pretty grim anniversary, the one year of the Russian invasion, February 24th last year, Biden arriving in rather kind of shadowy cloak and dagger circumstances and and conducting a visit that from all accounts and certainly from what we're hearing from many Ukrainians was tremendously symbolic and reassuring and, and a mark of a president for the first time and you know, perhaps unprecedented in many ways touring an active war zone. Yes, you were mentioning that. I, I was going to get to that, that it may have been somewhere in history that we would have presidents touring a war zone where U- United States forces are involved, but not quite like this, where, yes, we're helping greatly. Uh, it could be argued that Ukraine could not be winning without us, but it's not as if our boots are there on the ground. I think you're absolutely right that it would be impossible to imagine a scenario where Ukraine could sustain the, the fight that it has, has you know, very courageously managed in the past year without significant uh, European and American aid, and in particular, the leadership of this Biden administration in the management of this war. The Biden administration's foreign policy has a lot of critics on a lot of fronts, but on Ukraine, every European diplomat you talk to into this in this city has nothing but good things to say about the way this Biden administration has marshaled the response, coordinated transatlantic efforts, really kind of set a tone of American leadership that some have said in the past was missing. It's something that we'll see in the months to come in terms of how the U.S. can sustain this. There are obviously concerns and very valid uh, critiques of how long this war can go on, how, how much more blood and money can be poured into Ukraine. But we'll see going forward, and, and from the rhetoric we're seeing this week, there is still a pretty ironclad commitment. We will have an interesting situation in the coming day where President Biden will be speaking about this conflict in Poland, while President Putin will also be delivering a speech. Talk about the the two key principles here, not leaving out Vladimir Zelensky, of course, fighting for his nation's life. But an interesting juxtaposition there with those two leaders speaking on the same day. Yes, I mean, one of the reasons why Biden has taken his time to, to, to come to Kiev is that he'd never wanted to to show up there and really make this conflict into a U.S. versus Russia Dynamic, But of course, I think we're beyond a stage where it's worth pretending that, that this is not the case to a certain extent. The U.S. is very much behind Ukraine and supporting its efforts in reclaiming territory lost to Russia. And tomorrow you'll see Biden go to Warsaw, go to the royal castle in Warsaw, and deliver an address that some analysts and some administration officials have already said to us will be, to a certain extent, directed at Putin himself as the person who launched this unprovoked war. And yes, Putin himself will be delivering his own remarks to an assembly in Moscow. So there is a a pretty sharp uh, uh, dichotomy here, and that will be very apparent tomorrow in the news cycle. That is Washington Post foreign affairs columnist Yishan Tharoor. Coming up on WTOP, some U.S. food regulations have exposed us to chemicals and additives that have been banned in other countries. We will have that story from CBS News next. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. 
Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It is 3.15, and let's go to Frank Hanrahan. One of the longest local winning streaks in uh, men's college basketball locally comes to an end as Howard falls at Morgan State, 89-76, as Howard's now 9-2 and in conference play. Nine-time All-Star guard Russell Westbrook plans to sign on with the L.A. Clippers, not going far, most recently with the Lakers and traded to Utah Jazz, bought him out. Westbrook played well for the Wizards a couple seasons ago. The Wizards, by the way, don't play until Friday night when they host the New York Knicks as the unofficial second half of the NBA season gets going. Wizards right now, 28-30 and record in the ninth spot in the East. Well, the Nationals, it's been some time since they've won the NL East. It's certainly a rebuild and regrouping year for the Nationals, but they've got their first all-squad uh, workout set for Tuesday morning. But uh, all the position players taking part Monday in informal rounds of batting practice and defensive work for a spring training game is this Saturday versus the uh, St. Louis Cardinals opening day. Is March 30th. After a disappointing showing in the stadium series over the weekend, Caps are back home and indoors. They'll face off against Detroit on Tuesday night at Capital One Arena. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Some U.S. food regulations have left American consumers exposed to chemicals and additives that have been banned in other countries. CBS News' Holly Williams in London shows us how potassium bromate and other ingredients may be linked to cancer and other health-related issues. It's not just potassium bromate, but many other chemicals and substances that are banned here in Europe over health concerns, but considered safe by the FDA. Stacey McNamara is from upstate New York, but has been living in London for 10 years. She told us raising children on this side of the Atlantic has opened her eyes to what's allowed in food in the U.S. She has no plans to ever move back home and is food safety a part of that decision for sure yeah in a statement to cbs news the fda said that when used properly potassium bromate converts to a harmless substance during food production but at the same time it acknowledged that not all potassium bromate may convert saying control measures can minimize the amount in food coming up after traffic and weather the top stories we're following for you this hour after making a surprise visit to Kiev, uh, President Biden is now in Poland to meet with that country's leader and other Eastern European allies. A new earthquake rattles parts of Turkey and Syria, stirring panic, causing more deaths and trapping more people under collapsed buildings. A suspect is arrested in the killing of a Catholic bishop, shot to death over the weekend in Southern California in a crime that shocked the Los Angeles religious and immigrant communities. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in minutes. And right now it is 318. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Jack Taylor in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, a couple, three things happening right now. We'll begin in Maryland on the Beltway. Going south of town, we'd had a wreck reported to be after Branch Avenue. Nope, turned out to be a vehicle fire. It's blocking the right half of the roadway now. We've got authorities on scene. Not causing a big delay, just be aware it's there. Also, we'd had an incident with a wreck north on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 
Just after 32 as you head toward 175, they are in the far left lane. 95's looking good both ways between the beltways. No issues across the ICC as of yet. 270 looks good between Bethesda and Frederick. Found nothing in the way overnight. I-70 going east after Boonesboro. The overnight work had been along the left side. Crews still working out at the Bay Bridge on the westbound span. That is blocked. You have two-way traffic on the eastbound span without delay. Looking good in Virginia on the Beltway between Alexandria and McLean. We'd had some flashing lights along the right side outer loop as you come off the Legion Bridge headed toward the George Washington Parkway. There had been overnight work on 66 headed west out near Nutley Street. That was along the right side. Also work 66 coming east in the service roadway for 50 Fairfax. That had been along the right side of the roadway. Quiet downtown for now. We're looking good across the freeway, 3rd Street Tunnel, New York Avenue, DC 295, I-295. Trouble in southeast along Jasper Street near Alabama Avenue. There we'd had a crash involving an overturned vehicle. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. And Storm Team 4 tracking a little bit of a weather roller coaster. Let's call it a big one as well. 65 degrees out there on your Tuesday. A mix of sun and clouds, rather windy at times. On Wednesday, we'll see highs in the upper 40s to low 50s, but a very chilly start with rain. Not a very nice day at all on our Wednesday. Thursday, however, completely different. We'll see record warmth. I'm going for a high temperature of 80 degrees on Thursday with abundant sunshine. Each day we'll have some wind. Friday, also going to be uh, rather windy and some sun. High temperature, 52. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. That light to, rather, uh, light to moderate rain is moving quickly across areas, stretching from points as far south as Fredericksburg and all the way up toward Baltimore. Uh, right now it is 51 in Hyattsville with some light rain. Uh, light rain in Fredericksburg at 45 and light rain and 46 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a fifth-grade student in Virginia disciplined for threatening to shoot a gun inside his school, the same school where a six-year-old student shot his teacher. It is 321. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes, their age, the way they speak? Would you notice a 16-year-old boy who got his first job, not for extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters? Or a mother who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner? Or a 14-year-old girl who signs up to every after-school activity not to make friends, but just to get something to eat? Or a retiree who fell ill and had to choose between getting medicine or groceries? one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. I'm John O'Hurley, and I support Paralyzed Veterans of America because our heroes have sacrificed so much for our independence. While parachuting with my platoon, my parachute didn't open. It left me paralyzed. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Paralyzed Veterans of America is providing specialized medical care, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. To learn more, go to pba.org. This is WTOP News. It's 323. Six weeks after a first grader shot and wounded his teacher at Rich Neck Elementary School in Newport News, Virginia, 
A fifth grader at the school has been excluded from class after telling friends in a text message he would, quote, pop some bullets, unquote, in class. The Washington Post reports the child is not being identified publicly, and he made the threatening remark in a group text exchange Saturday. Richneck will be open today after the long weekend off for President's Day. The school says police have been told and a thorough investigation has started. By now, you've probably heard about the viral Kia Challenge. The series of videos posted on TikTok show people how they can use a USB cord to steal Kias and Hyundais. It has resulted in thousands of car thefts. So now the car makers are working with local police departments to offer up an old-fashioned fix. A long line of cars stretched around this shopping center on Walters Lane in District Heights, where Prince George's County Police were giving out bright yellow steering wheel locks. You might have known them as the club back in the day. You know how to use this? Uh, open it and then... Yeah. These locks were for owners of Hondas and Kias. This hook is on the inside, on both sides, extend as much as possible. Though not every car that came through the line was one of those models. Because I'm in a rental car. Brenda Slaughter of District Heights has had her Hyundai stolen twice since December. The repairs have cost her thousands. And right now my car is still in the shop because they don't have the parts. Police were giving out 150 of these here in less than a half an hour. They were all gone. In District Heights, John Dome in WTOP News. Will you be able to ride D.C. Metro buses for free this summer? There's a bill making its way through the D.C. Council to make that happen. But Mayor Muriel Bowser says she's not sure if she supports it. Council Chair Phil Mendelson says that doesn't matter since enough council members back the bill. Mendelssohn tells WTOP's DMV download podcast host Luke Garrett he expects free metro buses to be running by July. You have no crystal ball, but I have a lot of people that I know that would love free buses. Uh, This summer. This summer. Yes, by July, yes. All right. That's my crystal ball. You can hear the full podcast episode Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Bloomberg's Susanna Palmer. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Investors will watch for numbers this week that will provide a check on inflation and the Federal Reserve's plans for dealing with it. Among that information, an index of prices the Fed likes to use in its calculations, the PCE Core Price Index. Former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers says so far the Fed's moves haven't worked well and its efforts to hit the brakes could trigger a couple of uneasy outcomes. You can be moving too fast, that's the inflation pressure, and you can be setting yourself up for some kind of collision or crash down the road. And both of those things, I think, are real risks. He calls it a delicate balance. Some big retail earnings are due this week as well. Investors will be looking at Home Depot this morning to see whether professional contractors making big-ticket purchases are still boosting the chain's results. At Walmart, they'll want to see if the company will make more efforts to hold the line on pricing. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Susanna Palmer on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, President Biden made a surprise visit to Kiev Monday. WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green tells us how Kiev is feeling about the visit. It is 326. Meet your kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's some drama you could share with your kid. Dude. Did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? (gasps) 